Welcome to the Trauma Tapes. Happy New Year, people. <laughs> How are you Happy doing? Happy New Year. Can you believe it? I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. It sounds like it's it's weird. Does it feel like a new year? I, I mean, know. no. I I didn't I've never been one who's been like super into New Year's and like that whole it's a new year, new me kind of thing. Like it's just I think it's a it's a great time to like reflect and stuff and make make some goals and whatever. But um I think there are a lot, I think a lot of people like view it as a really momentous moment. And I just have never have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I, I've like viewed it not as like super momentous, but like like a marker in the past. And um I, it doesn't feel that way this year. Just yeah. like we're kind of like swimming along, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feel like, okay, close 2021 and, and open the new door. It feels like we're still yeah. in it, you know, it was funny, like walking around town the next day, everyone was just like, happy new year. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like more of the same. Okay. It's, it, I think it's really hard right now just because the world is just absurd, you know? Yeah. It's hard to like get hopeful. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to, it's almost impossible to make any kind of plans. So that's like, yeah. What New Year's is kind of about. Yep. You know? Yep. Kind of takes the wind out of your sails a little bit. I've noticed that. I don't know if anyone else is doing this, but like when someone mentions something in the future, like an actual plan, it's never me. Cause I'm not making any plans. Cause I just like, can't, I've given that up like a year and a half ago, but I will like almost start to cry. Cause you think it's not going to happen or no, because I'm like, Oh, Oh, like we can do that. Like you can think about the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. You can think about it, but then like, right. You can't plan it. Womp womp. Right. We, we had plans to go to um, Vermont for new years and our, our friends called us at the last minute. Cause they had a, um, they were sick and you know, it's just like, okay. Yeah. You know, but you just, you kind of accept it at this point. Right. There's nothing right. I can do. Yeah. Right. I have to come see you. That's that's my only New Year's resolution. So we're going to have to like drive and meet in the middle or something. It's been, <laughs> I've not seen you for this long. I don't know how to make this sentence make sense. I haven't seen you for this amount of time since I was born. Right. Since before you like came into the world. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I know. It'll be like three years. That's insane. I know. I know. It's crazy. Crazy. I mean, it is crazy. Okay. So we thought we would do kind of a year in review, even though it's not December anymore. It's June, beginning of January. That's okay. Um, and talk about, cause we've been doing, we started recording on January 13th, 2021. And today is January 4th, 2022. So it's been almost an entire year of podcasting. So we thought we would just talk about reflections, what stood out. We have a couple of letters that we that stood out and themes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I, well, I, I kind of made like a little bit of a list of things, you know, in thinking about what we've been doing for the past year and um, kind of my takeaways from it, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first one is like being so appreciative that people have written in with these stories. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like a constant reminder that you never, ever know what's going on in someone's life. You know, totally. all too often I have made like snap judgments based on like a moment in time or an interaction mm -hmm. and there's so much more there most yeah. of the time. And it's, um, it's humbling and it's, 
mm-hmm. you know, the, these stories and these experiences that people have shared have like been so brave and mm-hmm. shown such resilience and they've been so heartbreaking and painful and mm-hmm. strong and inspiring and, um, you know, just brought up so many emotions. And I, I and I'm so grateful that people um, trusted us enough to, to share these stories with us. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I can't thank you guys enough for writing in and, and sharing your life. Yeah. It's really, I've gotten a lot from it, you know, not that it's about me, but it's, um, it's, it's reminding me of how fragile we are. We all are. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, I'm also, grateful to be learning from you, Mac. And I, oh. I think I said to you at one point before we started this, I just want you to teach me what you know. Like I don't want I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> You're the expert. You know everything. So, oh my God. No, I, I do not. You do. You do. So I just want I, I'm so um grateful that you have been patient with me this past year and explain these things over and over and over again, because as you know, it takes me a long time to get it sometimes. Oh my God, me too. (laughs) Um, And you're so great at teaching and um, breaking down this material and making it understandable. And um, I also think I said at one time that I feel like this is this really beautiful way to continue the conversations we would have been having with mom because these are talks that we had with her or that you guys had yeah. with one another. And then, yeah. you know, <laughs> I would um, try to understand what was going on, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not true at all. <laughs> no, it is. It is. You guys had, you guys had a shorthand um, and thank you for, for teaching me this past year. Cause I've learned a lot. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I want to talk, well, no, not the last thing. Second to last thing is the, um, how much I've gotten from the tiny little joys yeah, and how that is like completely changed yeah, my life and the way I look at the world. And it's fun. It's like a, it's like a mm-hmm. little game in a way, mm-hmm. but it also has um, really let me get in tune with how I feel, not just about the good things, but about the things that don't work for me anymore. Mm. So it's helped me kind of edit. Yeah. Oh, say more. Can you say more about that? What do you mean? Well, I think when you're, when you start looking for the joys and you start recognizing how things make you feel yeah. flip side, you realize when things don't feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And in that way that you might not like notice. Yeah. But that those things can really like permeate your whole life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And when you, when you break it down to these little, little things, instead Mm -hmm. of the big cosmic problems or issues or conversations, it gets easier to kind of, it got easier for me to recognize what was going on in my body. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. That makes sense. Totally. Because I feel like also, you know, along with the recognizing the tiny little joys, I was able to recognize the tiny little pains. Yeah. Yeah. Or the tiny little energy drains or the tiny little, wait, why am I doing this anymore? Like, <laughs> right, right. You know, like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Even right. Though I'm supposed to do it. Everyone says I'm supposed to do it. And, right, know, right, right. I just, hey, this kind of feels crummy. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, and I've also learned that to respect the journey, that it's um, 
who, yeah, that this is not, life is not a problem to be solved. Yeah. You know, it's um, constantly like mm-hmm. revealing layers of things that you mm-hmm. thought you knew and yeah. you had a better understanding of and shifting yeah. and things are getting in focus yeah. a little bit better all the time. So yeah, wherever we go from here, I have learned a lot and I'm grateful <laughs> that you shared this experience with me. Oh my goodness. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It's been so hot and talked about like silly things. We did. And that's like, that's the thing. Like we, there is joy. There is laughter. There is, you know, okay, wait, I have to say something. This is so random. Was I talking to you about the Will Smith show? No. Okay. There's a Will Smith show that for some reason has a very simple name and I cannot remember it. Um, It's with National Geographic. Um. And it's on Disney plus it's called welcome to earth. Um, and he, it's just, it's a show about, he goes on these like once in a lifetime adventure trips to find the world's hidden secrets. And so each episode has like a theme. So one of them was like swarm and it was about like herds. And he went to one place and saw these bees do this crazy thing. And then they deep dive into the science behind it and all this stuff. Um, there was one where he went in a bubble, a plastic bubble submarine, 30,000 feet into the ocean. Oh God. And, and you go in the bottom of the ocean and there's these crazy fish that like light up and do this. It's just like, what the hell? (laughs) Wow. This is so insane. And as I've been watching it, I've been finding myself saying out loud, like the world is magical. The world is magical. Like this stuff is crazy. The way that animals organize themselves the way that like trees talk to each other under the ground like the the fish at the bottom of the sea that adapted to be light to light up because it's so dark down there yeah and i think that the fact that there is still laughter and joy and creation in, amidst all of the dark stuff in the world is magic it's proof that the world is magical you know yeah, yeah. wonder There's right magic. And it does not erase or bypass the hard stuff, but it's there too, you know? Right. right. So it's, yeah, the, I think the tiny little joys thing is really life-changing. It is life-changing. I agree. And so laughing about powdered brownies, <laughs> powdered sugar brownies. Why doesn't that happen with the almond cookies? I just made those the other day. Uh, I don't know. I think with the brownies, there's the, the powdered sugar like doesn't stick at all. So it's kind of like a layer of like <laughs> toxic dust where the almond cookies like are a little stickier. I it gets, know. yeah, it gets like embedded a little bit, maybe. That's my theory. That's funny. <laughs> with the con- And I also think with the uh, brownies, like, was that just sprinkled on top afterwards? I think so. I don't know. Because with the almond cookies, it's like. It's baked, baked in, in. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you put it in before you. Yeah. Yeah. That's my theory. Yeah. <laughs> we have to make t-shirts. Yep. With a graphic of someone like snorting. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, can I just say some things about what? Yeah. You said? So the, I, I am with you. I'm sometimes people ask me if I'm, if I get burnt from people's, from hearing trauma stories all day, every day. Yeah. And I don't. And I think one of the reasons for that 
I think I'm a weirdo. So there's that. <laughs> You're not a weirdo. No. I, I think people have different, I think people have different capacity for different things. And I think yeah. because I'm so oriented to the light in the darkness that it doesn't affect me the way that it does others. And also I think you get sensitized, not in a bad way, De- sorry, desensitized, not in a bad way, but just sort of, you see what's out there. Um, but I think one of the other main reasons that I don't is because that, that, that like being honored to hear other people's stories of what they are really struggling with and feel shame about and can't talk to anyone else about like that emotion always comes first. Yeah. Because I know personally how hard that is to share stories with that you're ashamed of, or that you feel like are proof that you're a bad person or, you know, that your life is unique in some terrible way. Right. So yeah. So thank you to all the letter writers past and future for trusting us with your struggle. You know, there's always these like little glimpses of light too. Yeah. Even in the darkest story that are um, so inspiring, mm-hmm. you know, totally. You, this is, this is kind of related. Did you watch made on Netflix? No, I watched one episode and I can't, I can't do this shit for entertainment. Yeah. That's, I think that's the line. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's good and people have talked about it, but I can't, I couldn't, I was so stressed out. It's tough. It's really tough. You know, it's really well done and it's tough. And like, I, I, I got to like the sixth episode and I was like, I don't, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah. this is like, this is just it's so stressful. sad and so mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. And then like, there was like this, I'm not going to give anything away. Just this like light, like this glimpse of light in her yeah. story that was yeah. like, showed such strength and resilience and beauty that mm-hmm. like, I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, wow. Oh, Which is I'm sure is. like what you, what, you know, you deal with, with your clients and with people who share things with you. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't have the exposure to it like you do, you know, other than um, in entertainment sometimes, but, yeah. but the, the light in those moments in those dark stories is yeah. better than any light anywhere. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's, such a profound statement that light that's in those dark stories is, is a different kind of light. It is. It really it's like is more true, more yeah. pure, magical, you know, it's yeah, yeah. 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 But I got to this point where I'm like, Oh, I can't do this. This is so hard. And you know, and then yeah. it was like, like the sky opened up. Yeah. And it was, it was a little thing. It wasn't a big thing, you right. know, but it was just that's something the... to grasp onto. So yeah. That's the other thing is that the calculus isn't even, right? You don't need a big, great thing to counterbalance a big, bad thing. You need a lot of little things. And sometimes it's a tiny, tiny thing right? that knocks out or, or just gives you a pause from the deep dark, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Maybe Sorry, I should do that. I interrupted you. No, don't, no, no, no. You, you, the, this is what you do. So you, like you said, you don't have to, it's not entertainment. I, I can't. I can't. There was something else. Oh, the undoing that made me really mad. I watched the whole thing, but I was really mad about that. You were. Yes. Donald Sutherland is like the best. He's the best. I love him. Me too. One speech that he had, like, oh my God. He's, he's, and his apartment is tremendous. (gasps) Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I would watch that for that. Yeah. Yep. For his apartment. Um, 
And I'm grateful for you for listening to all me, you know, all of my like ramblings every week about (laughs) this stuff as I geek out about, you know, neuroscience and random trauma stuff. It's so fascinating though. It is. And it's so helpful. Yeah. I really think we need to reframe around all this stuff and I hope we can get there. And I, this is one of the goals of the podcast and all the work that I do is to be like, okay, what can we, how can we change the way we understand this, you know? Right. And the, the tiny little joys, like I said, like they are, that is always the thing where I, when, when I'm in my like roughest moments, I'm like, okay, wait, look around, Yeah. <laughs> find one thing. Yep. And it, it, if you haven't tried it yet as a practice, try it and try it as a practice, because if you do it the one time, you'll see the effect in the moment. But if you adopt it as a practice, I think, as you said, it changes the way you see the world. You start looking for them and right. that's joyful in and of itself. <clears throat> right. Right. Yeah. And respecting the journey. I like, I was talking last night about like this idea of like, I sort of love being humbled I've come to this place where instead of getting instantly frustrated, which I definitely sometimes do, I more often get like, I'm like, oh, you did the thing again where you thought you had it all figured out. (laughs) (laughs) Silly you. Right. And here you are being reminded not so gently that you do not. And of course you do not, because that is not the point. That is not why we're here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Respect the journey. What is this here to teach you? You know, if you can change some of the questions around those tough moments from why am I feeling this way or what the hell's wrong with me to like, okay, what's the lesson? What can I get from this? What can I gather? You know, then it can be, it's a huge shift. Cause you, it doesn't, you can't fight it. It doesn't go away. No, You can't erase parts of your life. You can't put them in boxes and pretend Mm -hmm. they didn't happen. They're all there all the time, no matter what. Right. Right. And it's you, you we're, we're not here to figure it out and know it. We're here to experience it. Right. And that requires all manner of Michigas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I thought of, I was looking back through letters and there were two that stood out to me a lot, which I wonder if you'll remember. I had the tracks and now I immediately forgot them. Okay. Um, one of them, I think it was like track 22 which was um, the letter writer had written about her relationship, um, her marriage. And it's called the tough spot track 22. We talked to the letter writer about the tough spot. She finds herself in grappling with a life of trauma and in the middle of a traumatic marriage at its breaking point. And I wrote (laughs) in the notes, we get pretty fired up in this one as we try to mirror back to her, what is going on and help her find some hope. Was this the one where um, her partner was uh, an alcoholic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And had been abusive. was calling her abusive. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked a lot. The ne- I think it was the next week about like what we should say because we had gotten so fired up. And we, I think, worried about whether that was like it was too too much tough love, you know? She was being mistreated. And, she was, and the, yes. That's not okay. No. And I think that's what we were reacting to strongly. Yes. It's, it's not okay for someone to manipulate you and, yep. and be cruel. Right. You know, because of their own, whatever's going on. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. What's the Maya Angelou? Your right to swing your fist ends at my face. Like you, yep. 
Literally. It's not yeah. okay. Ever. Yeah. yeah. Mental illness, uh, you know, addiction, anything is not an excuse to treat someone else badly. Nope. Never. <laughs> I still, I, now I'm still getting fired up about it. Well, cause it's, it, it's, I think it's right to get fired up. Like, I think that it's in injustice and we are standing up against it and advocating for the person who is being mistreated, as you said. And that's, that's something I'll always do. Cancel me if you want. Right. But I, I'll never like go back on that to try to make somebody feel comfortable. It's not right. What, what are the implications of, of behaving that way? Then that, then we allow, right. You know, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need to hold up the mirror and say, or, yes. or, or say, this is not okay. You know, right. You know, right. Do with it what you want, but this mm-hmm. behavior is not okay. Yeah. But I just remember thinking about that for weeks and weeks. And I still think about that and that story and, and yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fired up I'm with you. No, it's okay. And then the second one that I thought of was actually uh, track five um, from darkness into light. Um we confront some dark truths in this episode as we hear from a letter writer who lost her partner to suicide. We talk about dissociation, coping, and the hope circuit. Yeah. And that was one of our first, that was track five as February 9th, 2021 was one of our first letters. And um, I remember talking to you about like, okay, so do we take on suicide? Is that too dark for a podcast? Like, what do we, how do we do this in a way that doesn't, you know, trigger people and, and all that. And um I think about that letter writer all the time as well. And just a, a lot of, I don't know if you remember, that was a while ago, but the, a lot of the episode revolved around like people's inability to face what you're struggling with and how isolating that is. Yeah. When you've gone through something really tough to have somebody not be able to handle it, to have everybody not be able to handle it is, um, is a different kind of shattering than the initial traumatic event, you know? Yeah. I think we talked about that a lot, you know, Yeah, over a lot of different episodes and it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's human. It's, I shouldn't say it's human nature. My nature has been in the past to kind of categorize things in mm-hmm. terms of like, okay, this is this terrible thing. Where can I put it? So I don't have to sit in, right. it, in the right. moment. And yes. that's not healthy. That doesn't help the person that mm-hmm. doesn't help me. It's, um, to be able to sit with someone in those moments and not yeah. try to yeah. explain it away or um, write it off or say it's yeah. not going to happen to you or, you know, mm-hmm. any of those things that we do to uh, kind of self-protective things yeah, um, is uh, can be really, really hurtful. Yeah. And I just think like, again, I was really grateful for that letter writer for sharing their story in particular, because I think it is sort of, we talked about the hierarchy that's it's it's there is this hierarchy of things that are terrible you know and that we're not supposed to talk about and that are unseemly or you know whatever and that's one of them and i think that what we have seen in our own lives is that the world is a lot easier to cope with and and trauma is a lot easier to cope with when people are open to talking right you don't have to know the answer you don't have to have a plan or a set of things to do. As you just said, you have to just sit with it. And I think in our culture, we're we're really bad at that. And that is harmful. It is harmful. It, It perpetuates and continues the problem. And 
we need to talk about it more. So I was, I was proud of the letter writer for writing. I was proud of us for, for talking about it. And you brought up suicide in a later episode, Mm -hmm. um, just talking about it and how it's not, you can have those thoughts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That that doesn't mean it's written in stone. You, you, you can have those thoughts. Yep. It's normal to have those thoughts. That's a, it's a human thing. Yeah. I just, um, I didn't watch it yet, but I think Billy Jensen just, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. He posted a reel last year or uh, yesterday that he was struggling last year with suicidal ideation. Um, He struggles with depression and he talks about how he handled that and yeah, go check that out. Yeah. One of, one of the themes that came up that's so um, hard, Mm -hmm. but it came up in a couple letters is the, um, sexual abuse of children and Mm -hmm. trying to, to get more comfortable with the subject is the wrong way to say it, but, but, um, trying to shed light, like trying to shed light on it. And, you know, I, there was a letter writer who was, what is the term? I'm sorry. Minor attracted. Yeah. Minor attracted. Yep. Um, and and I know that's been, you know, kind of out in the world lately. Um, Mm. and, um, you know, we need to shed some light on this in order Mm -hmm. to, help yeah everyone in these situations yeah 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 you know and it's tough it's a really tough subject and it's really like punches you in the stomach but it's um it's important because this is happening yeah a lot a hundred percent the most dangerous thing about the world that we live in right now is that ideas become too dangerous to talk about right and no they're they're buried right no, I just think no idea should be, we worry too much about comfort, right? That idea makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. And tell me something interesting. Like right. lots of ideas are, on, are uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. How are we going to learn? How are we going to understand? Right. How right. are we going to grow if we don't right. talk about it? Right. If we're not open to these ideas and concepts and beliefs and, and truths. Right. And let me just say, before somebody twists it, this does not mean... Like if you're going to talk about an idea, it doesn't mean you are, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, saying that whatever it is, is okay. Right. If we have an, it, yeah. right. Endorsing it. Exactly. If we have an opioid epidemic, we need to talk about why this is happening. Yeah. Talking about why it's happening is not saying, oh, let's just hand out opioids to every American because life is hard right now. And those things make it easier. Right. Well, you know, fuck anyone who like thinks that like, because right. we bring up a subject means that we endorse it. Like, right. shut up. Sorry. Right. <laughs> No, don't. <laughs> like I, I, whatever. If that's all you can take from this, then goodbye. Right. Go listen to something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, suicide and, and you can have, if you have a passing thought about suicide, it doesn't mean you're suicidal. And if you right. speak about that with a therapist, it does not mean you will be institutionalized. Right. You know, right. like right. it's a normal thing. I'm a, I haven't looked at, I'm, I don't know if there's data on this. There's probably data on this. I'm sure that that's happening much more often with folks these days because there's so little hope. There's so little, like you said earlier, like there's no ability to plan anything in the future. And so it's hard to have something to look forward to. And sometimes that's an anchor when you're going through a hard time. And so not having that can, can be really, can put you in a really desperate place. Yeah. And yeah, it's okay to talk about that stuff. Yeah. It's okay to talk about sexual assault. It's okay to talk about things that are true about yourself that disturb you. Right. 
that are it's uncomfortable. The, right. It's the only way to change and heal. Right. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> you fired up. No, sorry. <clears throat> sorry. I said, fuck people who disagree. No, I, <laughs> no, but it's not like I could fully welcome like reason disagreement. I think debate like that is really, is one of the most fun things about like having a brain. Um, but twisting things to make it look like we are bad so that you can get some dopamine hit from canceling someone is not interesting to me. Find something else to do. Oh, well put. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching the morning show, the second season. I didn't get too far into that. I think I only got like two episodes in. They really take this on this idea of cancel culture yeah, and, and what that does in a, in a way that I think is really I haven't finished the second season, so I don't know what happens, but, um, is very like brave. No, not a lot of other people in the media are doing that. It's really dangerous. It's really, really dangerous. Cancel culture. Yeah. Nobody wins. I mean, it's just, just basically, you're just trying to shut the conversation down and nobody learns from that. No. And if you flip from one extreme to the other, you're just in another extreme. What we need to do is get to the rational middle. Right. Damn it. So we are out of letters. So we are going to take a break for a little while. Um, if you want to write a letter, please do that. <laughs> then we can keep podcasting. Um, you can write us at the trauma tapes at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, we're out of content for the moment. We've done letters, we've done tools, we've done more letters. So if you want us to keep talking, you've got to send us some stuff to talk about. <laughs> questions, you know, it doesn't have to be a letter. It can be a question. Oh, totally. Yeah. A thought. It can be anything that we can talk about. Totally. An update. If you're a letter writer from a previous episode and you want to give us an update about how, how our advice worked or didn't and what your life looks like now, we'd love that. Um, like you said, question, Hey, I saw this on social media. These people are talking about this. What does this mean? You know? Right. Right. Anything. Okay. Tiny little joys, tiny little joys. You go first. Okay. You're going to laugh. Okay. Um, <laughs> my tiny little joy. I've been cooking a lot, like making. Oh, me too. And stuff. Oh, me too. Weird. Oh, we'll have to share recipes. Yeah. I'm looking for them. Um, I'm dying to buy like one of those Dutch oven things. Cause I don't have one. Oh, I know me too. I was just looking at those at William Sonoma. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm getting like, like things spattered on my clothes when I'm yeah. cooking. So I, I have two of mom's aprons. Oh God. Aprons and I'll, I'll send you one. So we could both have one. Oh, I love that. But I started putting them on when I was cooking and it, you know, (laughs) they, they're great. Like I love, it just makes me happy. It it helps me like channel her. It helps me like get in like the cooking mindset. Yeah. Kind of like this old school, like idea, but it makes perfect sense. Cause you don't, you know, get stuff on your clothes. Right. Um, and it just, it makes me happy. I have a, like a light blue cotton one and then a pink linen one. So, oh my God, I can't. you'll have, <laughs> do you remember a, them? Totally. Of course. Yeah. Of it's course. One of those things that I've like saved and has like moved with me like 10 oh different places. And I like have recently like gotten them out and I'm like, I'm going to put these on when I cook. And it's yeah, awesome. it makes me super happy. So, oh, I love that. Thanks. That's great. That's so funny that yours is, is that because mine was going to be cooking soup. Really? Yeah. And we haven't talked in like a no. while. <laughs> Swear to God. Because <laughs> it's been so I don't so here's I I have to like word this differently. I, I'm I'm a slow I'm a late bloomer when it comes to learning how to cook. 
Me too. Just because like the, my life, we both lived in cities and you just don't learn, you know what I mean? Like you, we had lives that didn't, that didn't require that, but it's been really cold and rainy here, like uncharacteristically. And I just started like craving soups and stuff. And it seems like for some reason that feels like manageable to learn how to do. Yeah. Um, and so there's a couple, so I made a cauliflower roasted cauliflower soup last week. That was so ridiculously good. Does it have potatoes in it? Nope. It's just cauliflower. Um, shallots. I was going to say scallops. And I was like, no, <laughs> shallots and, uh, garlic. Okay. But it's delicious. Oh yeah. And super delicious. easy. Yeah. And then there's a, um, yeah. So there's some in the instant pot and there's some in, just on the stove and the oven. And it's just like, I got some of that caraway cooking stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's which I, cool. it's really cool. So I love that. And then, um, yeah, it's just been, it's, but it's kind of like, it's, it makes me laugh. Cause I get like such a kick out of it. I know. And such a like, oh, I made this, like, this is, I made soup. Like <laughs> it's so comforting and soothing and there's always a lot and right. leftovers and you know, it's, and it like takes so long and it smells good. Yep. And it's like, it like hits all the notes. <laughs> totally. Now you just need an apron. <laughs> I know. That's so funny that we just both did that. And then you get to have fancy lunch is what I call this. Cause you don't like, I eat like the same thing for lunch every day for my whole life. Yeah. But then when you have soup, you have like fancy lunch. It's exciting. <laughs> and fancy dinner. Cause you eat the same thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, too funny. All right. We're going to have to get those Dutch ovens. Yeah, I know. They're like $5 million. Right. I know they're pretty though. Yeah. That like crusade stuff is amazing. Yep. That's the one you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. an outlet here. I don't even know if, like what the prices are. Like 10% off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, if I sent it to you, it would be like $300. To <laughs> they would just be like, no, this is too heavy. Right. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Okay. So rate, review, subscribe, email us letters, questions, anything um, at the trauma tapes at gmail.com. And we're going to take a little break. So thank you for listening. And let us know what you want to see next. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.